do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride. That's a bad outfit. I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Show now! Am I the baddest mofo go down around this time? Show now! Well, who am I? Show now! Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey Geeksters, I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch 1. <laughs> Kylan, huh? <laughs> Sounds yeah. like, what's his name from um, um, Gilligan's Island? Oh, I've been listening to Yacht Rock Radio and I'm just <laughs> feeling really, really radical right now. Ay, ay, ay. Yes, this is an oddball show. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real station on Sirius XM, by the way. Wow. It's the, mid, it's the mid-70s to the low 80s, like, all the time. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, and thanks for listening yeah. to Geek Watch 1. <laughs> so much for that. Yeah. It must have found the candies you were talking about yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, the costume hey. contest. We'll get to that in a minute, but... I made a, Vicky said I made a really good joke on the mic, so. You made a bunch of people in the audience choke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no edibles have been involved in this production. No, no the people <laughs> were um, doing, what was it, um, Gravity Falls was their costume. Oh, okay. And I guess they, in Gravity Falls there's a candy that's illegal that the kids can get to or something. And uh, I was like, illegal candies, that sounds like something you would actually buy here at Oddmore. <laughs> <laughs> And she said everybody was loving that one. So those are legal in Canada, by the way. <laughs> They're legal in some states. Oh, you're I... talking about those things that they call. What are they? Uh... Although them comparing. Okay, you have to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms I told and you um, that. <laughs> it is a little fish. Oh yeah, mushrooms and anchovies. Comparing them. Whoa! <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Not so, true. How sure. are you doing? The texture of them are We're the fine. Same. I was fine until I heard about the anchovies. And that was Swedish fish. That's terrible. No, no Swedish fish. What? <laughs> Never mind. The little salty fish you put on your pizza. Yeah, no. No, that does little not belong fish. on pizza. Yeah, no, that does mm -mm, not belong on no. pizza. Mm -mm. Ever. We're good otherwise, though. Yeah. <laughs> We're here so, on day two of Odmo. Yes. You guys weren't here yesterday. It was no. fun. A little long, yeah. but it was fun. Well, it was yeah. nice. It was actually yes. nice. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like the, the rain has, has decided right. not to show yeah. up. That's right. Because I'm friends with Thor. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The rain did Akron a little bit on the way down. Yeah. The sun is yeah. now coming out. Yeah, we're only supposed to have a 20% chance of rain at all, so. It will not happen here. No. So, so, so hopefully you've been in Canton, Ohio, because by the time this posts... You're too late. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we are in a new park. It's um, actually just on the other side of the road from the old park. Yeah. Actually, I almost like the setup of this better. It has a nice flow to it. Mm -hmm. Do not drive your car on the grass. Yeah, just stay off the grass. <laughs> stay off too the grass sunny. when it's wet, uh, especially if you have something that's like a Jeep and heavy and creates mud. 
Did you was the one that pulled the car out? Yeah. Our buddy Mark Wagner out. from uh, Tangibound had a big grin all day on his face because he had to use his Jeep to actually pull someone out of the mud. Yeah. <laughs> he had to use a Jeep for its purpose. That's right. <laughs> then, his, then his partner Jim has got the big grin on his face because he's got to play with the tech and use his brand new sound system. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they've been running the stage. Yes, I want to give a big shout out to Mark and Jim. They've been doing awesome running the stage for us and helping us out with all that. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, everyone always says, like, give a shout out, but then no one actually shouts. I think we should shout. Woo! No, because okay. microphones yeah. don't shout. like shouts. No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> microphones don't like shouts. <laughs> you, you guys should probably focus on the croquet that we have set up back there. Like, that should be the theme of today's episode. Croquet. Did anybody find croquet. the croquet yesterday? I don't know. So, but so one wait. Of the, one of the mallets is slightly askew, so somebody might have at least picked up a mallet. <laughs> yeah, but around and here, that could have been uh, actually do something else with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, we, we got the go-ahead to go break balls? Yes. No, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a reason to be here. That's right. <laughs> We're going to go break some balls. <laughs> we can handle that. No flamingos and hedgehogs are damaged in the playing of this croquet game. That's no. right. <laughs> Just balls. <laughs> so what did you guys do this week? We've been doing a lot of obviously, but... <sighs> oh. A bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying don't to think. Don't get too excited. No, I'm wow. trying to think. I'm like, the week flew by. What I mean, there was... You guys weren't here yesterday, and you're still, like, tired I know. Right well, hey, it, even though we weren't here, it doesn't mean we didn't get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> but most, mostly uh, it's, it's been outdoor or outdoor stuff because it's been such nice weather. So I've been, yeah. I was I was doing some gardening. Oh, Kylan wasn't home, so I was doing some yeah. gardening. I get more done when he's not home than when he's home. She does. I don't know what I did. I'm just like, I did this and this and this and this and this, and he's like, oh, I... I read a comic. <laughs> I, I, start, I started a new book. I mean, but that's just wait till like... he's a, just wait till he's away for a week and a half. I'm gonna like completely yeah. remodel the house. <laughs> I, I I made reservations for uh, for for a safe house, but you know that was just hitting a button on on the on the website. So you be going with you, or you got to go on your own. Uh, actually, one of my coworkers is going with me because she doesn't want to be stuck in the because she she want to be stuck at the hotel by herself. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, j- I'm kind of jazzed b- about it, but it's sort of like it's a working trip. So I'm kind of focusing more on the work part than the. Oh yeah, trip but you part. get to have a bit of fun, so that's that's yeah. the good part. You'll be in Chicago. You've never actually been in Chicago. So I haven't. Chicago. I haven't. So there is a, if it's still there, it should be a, um, like a two mile long mall. We used to just walk it. Oh, there you go. There used to be a <laughs> restaurant. It was a rainforest oh. restaurant. It was so good. Oh yeah. Okay. But I have no idea. It's been they have. Forever. They do have some rainforest cafes around still. A couple of them. They used to have one out here in Warren. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's a. Um, actually, grab some uh, Chicago style pizza in Chicago. Yes. So yeah. I mean, you're not gonna go to Chicago and get Pizza Hut. <laughs> no, that's, that's, just, that's his family's that, trend. That's, that's, that's my family <laughs> thing. I'm like no. <laughs> no, sort of like well, I was just thinking about it, like I, I kind of like the idea of when you, if you go someplace that's known for a certain food having that food, mm-hmm. you know. A so, couple of years ago, when we took our geek trip, when we were in Philadelphia, we made sure to go to one of the classic cheesesteak mm-hmm. places and yeah. to get it because it's like yes, we have to do that. I don't love like the classic cheesesteak with cheese whiz on it and stuff. No, oh no, but you get choices though. You get okay. different choices because you, you got you got was it provolone? I got you provolone. Can get provolone. So I can yeah. do a yeah. provolone. It, but it depends where you go. Like one of them offers more choices than the, than the other. They're right across the street from each other. The classic one. Yeah, right. Pat's and. Is it Geno's? Geno's. Yeah, that's like they're like to, across from uh, each other. If you go to Pittsburgh, you got to stop at Manny's at least once. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we did that the very first time yeah. we went to Pittsburgh. We made sure to go to Manny's. And, and honestly, like I, uh, after I have not had a cheesesteak since 
Philly because that ruined it for me. Yeah. Like yeah, it really does. Like because you know I've had cheesesteaks at other places, but then after having one in Philly, I'm just kind of like. Yeah, you can't. I can't. No. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. It's like know? going to Australia and having kangaroo. You just can't have it anywhere else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's right. It's just not the same once you're back here. Oh, like Chinese food in Chinatown, Toronto? Where they just call it food. Yeah. <laughs> food. You know, you're already in Chinatown. It's already just food. in China, just food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did have dim sum, and I have to admit, I really liked it. Uh-huh. I've been wanting to try it. Well, it depends what your choices are. Dim sum is the one where you basically get all these different choices yeah. and they keep bringing things around and it's dumplings of different flavors and stuff. It was so good. it just depends what you like. Yeah, yeah. Vicky actually found a restaurant in Cleveland that has that. It has the actual soup Well, and, and, yeah. so. and uh, Cleveland has an Asia town, so there uh, okay. are a few places that do it. Yeah. So she, she really yeah. wants to get up there and try it out. Yeah, because I see Sinhack my... posted pictures all the time mm-hmm. of just all this food. That yeah, I bought my sugar cane there. Yes, you did. Yeah. Down in, in Cleveland. Yes. <laughs> yes. I only got his cane in Asia Town in Cleveland. If you want one, there you go. Yes. Cool. <laughs> but so. as for this week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we, we did watch some of us. Uh, well, I watched all of and Kylan watched one episode of Black Mirror. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and, so we can talk about that, that later. Good Omens is an amazing show. Yes, we, uh-huh. did, finally, we, did? we did watch you the rest did? of Good, good Omens. Good, good. I, I need another, uh, another uh, season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there will be because they basically covered the entire book. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to well, bother. Well, okay. Damon's still around. He may actually I mean, write something technically, for it was considered a mini-series. It wasn't yeah. considered just a, you know, a series. So right. we'll see if they actually do something else with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way they left but. it off, they could keep going because most of the characters are still there around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I think once I... I well, there's no think. I know once I get Chicago behind me, I'm going to uh, watch um, season two of uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, because it, it's that been out, out already. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it's okay. been out for about a month now. I've just been busy. Oh, we gotta uh, stuff, do so. some fighting when you get back too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like the rubber ducky scene. Yes. <laughs> so, but um, what's going on in the news out there? There's been a, a, a bit this week, um, and some of it is is stuff that came out before, but wasn't you know timely or whatever. But uh, one thing I thought that was interesting a couple of weeks ago, the Eisner nominations came out. And, you know, it's not, it's not something we need to de- necessarily talk about generally in terms of what was nominated, blah, blah, blah. The, the interesting thing out of this was that Image um, not only received 19 nominations plus 11 shared nominations for a total of 30 Eisner nominations, they actually ran the category of Best New Series. Wow! They're all Image books. Um, you have uh, Bitterroot... Crowded, Gideon Falls, Isola, Maneaters, and Skyward. That's six. Uh, six of their books are nominated for Best New Series. All no other no other publisher is in the Best New Series category. Wow! So that that's actually pretty amazing. I think it's the first time it, it's the first publisher to ever sweep a category like that at at the Eisners. Um, and uh, and it has it has other nominations, of course, like short story and single issue and continuing series. Uh, we will get more on the Eisners once they're fully announced. Um, voting uh, is uh, through this week, and it's everyone in the industry. So it's not like a public thing. It's, it's actually industry professionals, much like the Oscars are. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Oscars of the comic book world. Um, and the results are announced uh at a ceremony during San Diego Comic-Con, so it'll be uh, July 19th they'll be announced, and we'll include that as part of our Comic-Con coverage once we get there. You know, the thing, the thing about Image, I- Image has been around for going on 30 years, mm-hmm. 
And I think it is thirty years. It, ago. It's, yeah, and so yeah. And it, Image has like done some phenomenal work in um, a, a, as far as comics go, and I, I don't understand why it's not considered a major player yet. It is now though. It, it is, is. Oh, like okay. the thing well, is, you'll always have the big two. No one's gonna yeah. get in, in in bed, so to speak. Image with is, their numbers. Yeah, Image right. has always been one of those that he's, they're the best of the rest. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. When, and when yeah. they first came out, they were actually giving the big two a run for their money because you got to right. think mm-hmm. the guys who run the big two now were Image. Right. Yeah. Jim right. Lee, Rob Liefeld, all those guys. If I remember right, were all Image, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Seth MacFarlane. And and Image is where you go beyond. Um, superheroes like right. you know you go to the big two primarily for superhero stuff you know Marvel mm. and DC that's what they do yeah. right. um, but the other publishers that are big but not quite big two but that are big tend to go outside of superheroes they mm-hmm. go more into some dramas some alternate worlds some fantasy that yeah. sort of thing and they do well in that regard that's they what do. Image does well Valiant does it really well um, Dark Horse got a lot of that from yeah. Dark Horse so that that's where you go for that kind of thing yeah. right. then you get something like an IDW and Dark yeah. Horse somewhere they focus on licensing yeah right. exactly they'll what? put out comics for everybody yes <laughs> that's where you get your My Little Ponies that's right <laughs> and, and <laughs> Boom <laughs> Boom uh, they, they, print, they cornered the market on, um, on Power Rangers and mm-hmm. yeah. I, you know that's kind of like a niche market sort of but you know what I I work with some people who are huge Power Power Rangers fans, and that's those are that's the market, you know. So, if you know you got some guaranteed sales, mm-hmm. you know exactly. And you are some people who's a huge Power Ranger. <laughs> I am. You are one of those some people. I am one of those. People. <laughs> and, you know, the one is a princess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which no, one? one of the Power Rangers actually is the one, um, the Jasmine one who was in Aladdin. The, the, the power, one of the, the pink Power Ranger in the movie is Jasmine in Aladdin. Ah, okay. I told you that before the yeah, movie Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you just forget. You almost don't even recognize her, too. <laughs> yeah, she, like, you don't recognize her at first. I didn't recognize No, okay, okay. Um, and in other extremely important news to certain groups of people, SpongeBob SquarePants is getting a prequel TV series. What? Uh, Another TV series? <laughs> Nickelodeon has ordered a 13-episode series called Camp Coral. It's a working title so far. It's a SpongeBob SquarePants spinoff. It follows a 10-year-old version of SpongeBob because he's not annoying enough as it is. Um, I honestly thought he probably was 10 years old. Um, But anyway, a 10-year-old version spending his summer at a sleepaway camp. He and his friends will spend the series doing all sorts of activities like building underwater campfires, catching jellyfish, and swimming in Lake Yucky Muck. How does underwater campfires work? The same way the underwater beach works. (laughs) (laughs) It's a heavy fire because it's underwater. And and another actual first for this series is that it'll be completely CG animated. Wow. Giving more of a 3D feel, unlike the traditional 2D animation currently on the series. So it'll have a different look as well. Um, And in case you were wondering, um, this is kind of amazing. SpongeBob SquarePants is actually celebrating its 20th anniversary on Nickelodeon. Wow. And it's and, still actually running new episodes. And they're actually yeah, having um, a, a kind of a tribute, a one-hour special called SpongeBob's Big Birthday Blowout on July 12th. That's when it'll premiere on Nickelodeon, and of course it'll be re-shown dozens of times every single day after that. I mean, I'll be honest with you, when there's Save nothing me. else on, I'm guilty of putting Spongebob on. I have actually it. never seen an episode of Spongebob. The, the dogs love Spongebob. Oh. If you put that on and go do something around the house, they love yeah. Spongebob. Yeah, they're good. Okay. But, but there, there's some stuff that happens on that show that you're like... Uh, oh, yeah. Spongebob half the time is meant for adults on certain substances. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. There's a okay. reason why it's popular. Oh, I introduced Cassie to Dinosaur Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, they didn't watch a Jurassic Fight Club. Nice. <laughs> mm. 
And because we talked last week, we talked about the um, the Jim Henson exhibit going on at yes. Kosai right now. Uh, actually, it's the Muppet Movie's 40th anniversary. Yes, what? this year. Yes, I and heard about this one. This July, it's going to be returning to more than 700 theaters nationwide, courtesy of Fathom Events. Uh, Jim Henson Company and Universal Pictures. It will be showing um, on two days, both at 12.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. on July 25th and July 30th. There's no list of theaters just yet. Um, they haven't opened that up yet for ticket sales. But uh, but there you go. If you, if you really want to catch... Because most of you listening have never seen it in the theater. Um, honestly, it's the 40th anniversary. I don't yeah. think I saw it in the theater. Yeah, most of us <laughs> weren't even alive yet or, or barely old Well, most of us at this table were alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for what? 79? Depends Just on barely. Month it came yeah, out. Depends yeah. on what month did it come out? Um, it, does, it doesn't say what month it came out. It's, it's happening in July for the re-release. Uh, okay. uh, well, re-release. Uh, <laughs> right around. Thursday and a Tuesday. Yeah, they never do That's it on usually, weekends. Yeah. When it, the Fathom, Fathom events, events are always... Yeah. They always do it on, on like kind of like the least busy days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there you Just go. So you know. And uh, if if I if I remember to, I'll check when it comes up in Ohio. <laughs> we got uh, the trailer this past week for Killjoys season five. Okay. Uh, it is the last season, if you remember, if you've been following along. They said it was going to get five seasons. Five seasons it gets. Uh, it's going to have ten episodes. All the main cast is still there, and the continuing saga of basically at this point the end of the galaxy. Yeah. Watch the trailer; you'll get it. Um, oh my god! If you followed along through season four, you know why the end of the galaxy is coming. Um, but it is premiering July nineteenth on Sci-Fi. Uh, I will link in our notes to the trailer because it's just kind of cool to see, especially you know. Yeah. Basically, don't don't watch it if you haven't seen the last season, because you'll be confused. Not that there are spoilers, but you'll be confused. <laughs> Did we see um, the last season? I don't remember. Well, hey, it'll, it'll be there on demand, and it, it, yeah. <laughs> it'll be everywhere. On, sci- sci-fi has free on demand, so you're good to go. Um, and in other sci-fi news, on the bad news side of things, sci-fi has dropped Deadly Class and Happy. Um... Deadly Class is the one about the students at the prestigious school for teenage assassins. Right. It only ended its first season in March, and uh, it's not getting a second season. Not on sci-fi, but they are planning to shop it around. Um, Interestingly, in case you didn't know, yes, it's based on a comic, but it also, among its producers, included the Russo brothers, who have done the uh, Endgame and Avengers movies. Um, And Happy, which... I'm sure you know, based on a Grant Morrison, Derek Robertson graphic novel. Um, it at least had two seasons. Right. Uh, the first season was very um, Christmas-focused, and the second season, I think, was Easter-focused, I remember. If I remember correctly, I didn't watch all of the second season. Okay. Um, again, it's going to be shopped around, too, so it, you never know. It could end up on Hulu or Netflix or something like that. Um, it had uh, Christopher Maloney and Patton Oswalt. Chris Maloney was the uh, grizzled former cop um, now hitman uh, who um, who has kind of like alcohol abuse issues uh, that putting it mildly and uh, Patton Oswald is the voice of his imaginary friend uh, an animated unicorn and uh, his right. name's happy and um, it's it's a very nasty dirty grimy grimy um, kind of show not definitely not for kids just because it has an animated unicorn not for kids <laughs> right. um, trust me not for kids 
I think if it has an animated unicorn, it probably should not be for kids. <laughs> yes, no. Anything with an animated unicorn, watch first. <laughs> yeah, we hear did a unicorn Anymore. animated. You, you never yeah. know. Because your mom, mom kind of accidentally, oh, not for the kids. Yeah, I guess the last unicorn has some stuff that was a little objectionable. The last unicorn is a little bit of It's slightly mature. It is, it is, it's It's a teen read, not necessarily a kid read, and when you see the movie, yeah. I gotta watch it at some point. Hey, but in other good news, Kind of good and bad. It depends how much you like it. Uh, Lucifer has been renewed by Netflix for a fifth season. However, it'll be the final season. Don't believe the hype of all these like blogs that are saying Lucifer canceled after fifth season. It's not canceled. They're bringing it to an end. There's a difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. They know what story they want, and they actually wanted a five season arc anyway, mm-hmm. um, which seems to be the uh, the supernatural. In fact, they started right. with the five season arc. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, and now they're a five at, season show that went 15 what, seasons. 15, yeah. Um, but anyway, this way, uh, if you saw season four, which hit Netflix uh, a month or two ago, um, there's an ending that kind of makes it difficult to think how they're going to have a season five. Uh, but they are. And uh, so it's good. They're actually going to round it out and give you kind of the, uh, the, the ending that I think. Lucifer fans deserve considering how much it took to once it got cancelled by Fox and Netflix picked it up and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and they actually already have the first episode um, they, they, they already have the first scene of the first episode of season 5 figured out already so oh, okay. they know how things are gonna, are gonna come to fruition there and the last bit of news I caught at the last minute uh, which I thought was interesting and it's something that I've had a subscription to, I think, since it began, off and on. Entertainment Weekly is becoming a monthly. Okay. Um, They will also be uh, increasing their presence on things like digital, social media, video, and experiential platforms, is the way they put it. Um, Which I think is the VR platform. Yeah, it's basically VR sort of stuff. Uh, the new format makes its debut in August, so the July 5th issue will be the last of the weekly current format. Uh, hopefully this means, like, bigger issues if they're going monthly and they're still charging the same yeah. damn price. Because um, I just renewed my subscription not long ago. Um, they said, oddly enough, that it was going to keep the same name. Yeah. So they're going monthly, but they'll still be Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> what, what it is is brand recognition. And online, it makes sense. Yeah, I really. mean, they can, they can drop news every day, which they actually do. If you're part of their mailing list, they drop stuff almost every day. There's a damn email. Um, well, the mm-hmm. thing but, is, though, if you change that name, anybody who new finds it may not realize, oh, this is the same thing we've had right. for years. It's, it's true. It's true. So, and, and it kind of gives a quirkiness to being like, it's monthly, but it's called weekly. And people are like, why is it called? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, actually, I did have one more bit of uh, an, another one of the museum kind of news stories that <laughs> we've been doing lately. Um, the University of Pittsburgh Library System has acquired the George Romero Collection. Oh. Um, it, it's, a, it, it's the archives of, of late filmmaker George Romero. It's personal and professional material spanning the past 50 years or more. It's like everything from him. Um, his, uh, his widow, his business partner, they all have basically given their stuff to the UPIT library system. Um, it ranges from screenplays, both produced and unproduced, 
along with script notes, props, promotional materials, and video from both um, test shots, produced footage, like everything he had. Mm -hmm. uh, highlights of the collection include original annotated script for the 68 classic Night of the Living Dead, Romero's unproduced adaptation of Poe's Mask of the Red Death, um, photographs from the set of Dawn of the Dead, even a foam latex zombie head, like all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and interestingly, using this collection as a foundation, the, the library system intends to establish an international scholarly res resource for the research and study of horror and science fiction. Nice. Uh, it'll be, uh, they'll, they'll also have a multimedia exhibit open to the public once they get everything cataloged, etc. Um, the processing of the collection begins this summer uh, with uh, a lot of film and media studies graduate students who, you know, they don't get paid for it, but they love what they do. <laughs> and they'll also be celebrating the collection with various activities this fall. And I will put a link to the main website in our notes in case you want to check it out and get updates. Um, this collection, interestingly, will be complemented by the system's growing treasure of full runs of major science fiction pulp titles, thousands of sci-fi paperbacks from the 60s through the 80s, hundreds of comic books and fanzines, programs from stage performances of horror and sci-fi plays, and film scripts from con Romero's contemporaries like John Carpenter and Wes Craven, as well as authors like Stephen King and Clive Barker. They even have a rare book collection containing... Um, fine press editions of works like Dracula, Frankenstein, and Jekyll and Hyde. So it's it's a very big collection that kind of hasn't really come to light much until now that they're getting this. Wow. And so if, if, you're, in, uh, if you're in the area for studies, um, keep an eye out to see uh, what programs they may have to become, uh, you know, studying horror and science fiction. Yeah. That's cool. pretty cool. Very a lot cool. of them, the colleges are adding stuff like that. They and are. That's part of your, I think, usually in the literature track, yes. studying science. Well, they're, they're using it both literature, um, psychology, sociology, because so much, especially of sci-fi, so mm -hmm. much of it is related to real-world events mm -hmm. or, you know, culture or things happening in the world today. And it it, it kind of, like, allows you to study and, and kind of see what, what the effects are as well as what it's saying about culture. Today. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot going on in that. Awesome. It's, it's kind of been coming over the last five to ten years, really, as sci-fi is more mainstream. Mm -hmm. And horror is kind of almost an offshoot of sci-fi because it's, you know, yeah. right. it's, a sci -fi. It's, a fan it's the fantasy portion of sci-fi, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I just think that's kind of cool. You, and, and the reason Shelley. Romero, it's a, it's a University of Pittsburgh thing. Romero's from Pittsburgh. Okay. Right. Um, in case you didn't know, that's, he actually started, he went to Carnegie Mellon. Um, which is in Pittsburgh, and uh, he actually started... One of the interesting facts about him, he shot scenes for Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in the early days. Because <laughs> Mr. Rogers is from Pittsburgh. Right. Um, yeah. He, yeah. So, Night of the Living Dead started as Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Don't you see the connection there? Yeah. Well, in the comment on Mary Shelley, you think the mini ice age that came through because it was cold and they had nothing better to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They sit around the fire and write. Exactly. Yeah. Scare each other. So that, that's, that's all news. we had on news? That's my news. Wow. That, that was actually a lot of news, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, real pages. quick, though. So, um, but I was kind of hoping that a couple other people, <laughs> I had a couple people I'd like to get on here today, but no one's here yet. I know, and they should be, because, you know, it's, it's closing in on opening well, time. Our friend Jesse yeah. has been to the Henry Ford Museum to see the exhibit. Oh. oh. She, went to, uh, she went last week when she was at, King, oh, at Colossal Con. Yeah. Oh, that's true, because you're nice and close. We'd be mm -hmm. totally don't stop. And also, well, since he's not here, we're going to have to talk about him anyway. Stray Dog has been here this weekend. Yes. Yay. And I was going to try to get Charlie here. on here, but he's not showing up yet. 
Well, the thing is, Charlie doesn't want to get things going until people are ready to eat. And right yeah. at 10 o'clock, they're not ready to eat. No. <laughs> so. well, he sold out yesterday. I had to pack up early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, he cause, did cause, bring cause his Highland dog. There, were, there weren't a lot of... The Highlander is uh, here yeah. this weekend. Uh-oh. Yes. Mm. Kyla might be getting a hot dog. <laughs> uh, we'll take dog. pictures. I got a, <laughs> a spaghetti dog. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti and cheese. Hold, Cassie. I think he may have menus out there still. Give me a minute. It's, it's on my table. Crazy. But why don't you guys talk about Charlie while I... <laughs> we'll talk uh, about Charlie. Charlie's talk about awesome. our sponsor. Spray uh, great. I go to Charlie. Stray Dog is one like of ours. Once a week these days because I work downtown. Nice. Mm-hmm. See? We're giving Charlie some business. If, oh, if you're ever in Akron, even just visiting... Swing by the main library. He, he has the uh, the cafe on the on the first floor, Ow. or like Northside Market, which is full of all all kinds of awesome local homemade stuff. Yeah. Um, Charlie has a coffee shop there too, and they bake fresh cookies every day too. And they um, make amazing bulletproof coffee for you. There you go. People. There you go. Very mm. good. And I mean, really, their stuff is keto friendly, anyways. If you don't eat the bun. Yep. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. have have a hot dog loaded up with pizza toppings or barbecue toppings or all kinds of toppings, and yes. don't eat the bun, and he you're had good to go. Someone and followed with a big old pickle. Yes, yeah. pickles are keto friendly. Yes, you, they are. Well, he said last week he did another combination, like what you got coming up with your barbecue pizza. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, um, he he did. Um, someone did. I think it was mac and cheese and a pizza dog mix. So it was a mac and cheese dog with pepperoni and stuff on it, and then a side of marinara to dip in. Interesting. Okay, that's a uh, all right. Cheese uh, yeah. and cheese and meat and sauce. Well, I do have one of his menus, of, and everywhere he goes, he has a different menu. Right. That's right. Well, the, the Highlander that I keep talking about is a maple sausage oh. on a maple cream stick, topped with bacon, crispy onions, and a smoky maple mustard. If you like maple, that's the way to go. <laughs> and donuts. Just ignore it. Just oh, ignore it. Andy and actually sugar. had one yesterday. Yeah, I had one yesterday. I didn't have mustard on it, though, because I'm not a mustard fan. But it was <gasps> good, but it was like I could feel like all my collective doctors. Like, <laughs> Actually, I heard them being like, now we can get a new yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Those pharmaceutical you know companies actually, are rocking it up. I heard you guys talking about Stray Dog. I had to come over because I tried something yesterday that is like awesome. Which is the Wrath of Dog sauce? Yes, you he, said, oh. he said that. Oh, that is such good stuff. What is it? It's it's basically like a relish made out of smoked jalapenos. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Pickled jalapenos. Oh, it's, was it hot enough for Andy? Is the question? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't so hot that it scorches you. <laughs> right, it's hot enough that you feel it. See. Nice. It's very flavorful. It's I'm really have to good. Try that. Because nice. Andy is a heat seeker, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> be aware. A heat seeking missile. He is. So <laughs> yes. I mean, can I borrow some of your Cherokee? So I could be like a tomahawk missile. Sure. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Andy's now a tomahawk missile. Are you a Cherokee or are you at 116th something else? Cherokee. Cherokee. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm yeah. Right. So I'm going to play the Cherokee card. There you go. <laughs> Andy's now a tomahawk missile. There you go. <laughs> well, we got our ch- stray dog in there. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Black Mirror just a little bit. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Since it's out. Yes. Um, and like I said, I watched all the, all the episodes. Season five is only three episodes. Oh. Um... Which is kind of weird, yes, but because um, it usually goes at least, you know, six or eight or whatever. But the last thing Black Mirror released was Bandersnatch, which was the interactive movie. We still have to watch. We watched like the first half hour and that was it. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to get farther it, yet. It, the, the choose your own adventure movie. Um, and it, Black Mirror, again, is one of those things because it's an anthology series, you don't have to watch any of it to get the rest of it like you can just watch one episode and you're good to go mm-hmm. sort of thing um but for those who do watch a lot of it you get a lot of easter eggs so even in this very short three episode season 
there's a lot of Easter eggs to the rest of the seasons, including the Bandersnatch movie. Hmm. Um, now, for those unfamiliar with Black Mirror, though you should be familiar by now, it's it's all about technology, really, um, and how it affects your life, um, how it can <coughs> make things go very wrong. And it tends to be on the dark side. Most of the time, things do go very wrong. Yeah. Especially the first couple seasons. That was some really dark stuff. Yeah. Um, over the past, uh, this current season and even the last season, not quite as dark. A little more hopeful, perhaps. Um, these three episodes... Um, I thought they might be a little longer because there were only three, but they're not. They're all around the hour mark. Right. Um, so you have one called Smithereens, which is, uh, it has the actor who plays Moriarty in the Benedict Cumberbatch version of Sherlock. Okay. Uh, he's been in a bunch of other things too. I think he's even been in one of the Bond movies, hasn't he? Yeah, he's in one of the Bond movies. Uh, it's kind of like the guy that you know something's going to go wrong when he shows up in it. <laughs> because... Like, you, 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 he can't not be a villain or something. Right. That's why when he showed up in Bond, I'm like, oh, he's not good. Yeah. <laughs> like Sean Bean, you know, he's just going to die. Yeah, Sean yeah. Bean's going to die, and this dude's always going to be a villain. Um, so in this episode, Smithereens is the name of a company. It's kind of like a Facebook sort of thing. It's a social media thing. And he is, uh, I guess you could say, like an Uber driver. For some reason, he has a connection to this company. You don't know what it is. And ultimately, he takes someone hostage who works for the company. And he wants to, his his price to pay is um, is talking to the head of the company. That's that's the price for this the hostage situation. That's his demand. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, the the head of the company is played by Topher Grace uh, in a very hippie kind of role. He's okay. he's on a retreat when they find him. Basically, he's mm. he's on a retreat. Um, so he wants to talk to him, and and I'm not going to give stuff away. I'm not going to do spoilers on this because uh, you need to watch it. But there, there's a very specific reason, and it makes you think about the effect of social media and uh, keeping your nose in the phone all the time, and uh, how it can completely ruin your life. And that's why he wanted to talk to him. So. And not the the second episode, you, like I said, you can watch these in any order. I'm I'm giving you these in the order of, um, well, I'm saving my best one to last. Uh, <laughs> the the second episode is Rachel, Jack, and Ashley too. Um, Rachel and Jack are sisters, and uh, Rachel is it's her birthday, and she wants this little AI robot called Ashley Two. That's where the Ashley Two is comes from the title, uh, and she's. Based on a pop star, pop star played by Miley Cyrus in the episode, who does actually a good job of acting. She does; she is a decent actress. Well, that's one um, of the few things she knows how to do. Exactly, she does it all the time. Uh, so you have this little AI robot that has the personality of this pop star that's hugely popular, and but she'll give you makeup tips and she'll play music for you and blah blah blah. And at the same time, you see. You know, Rachel and Jack going through their own things as sisters um, over the loss of their mom, living with their dad, etc., etc. And then you have you actually see the life of this pop star and what her real behind the scenes life and kind of how jacked up it is and things are going very wrong for her mm. to the point of there being a major incident and this little AI robot sees a report of it on television and starts fritzing out like this weird thing going on. So the sisters plug it into the computer to figure, see if they can figure out how to fix it or reboot it or whatever. And they notice, uh, they, they get this almost like brain scan kind of thing and notice this little area on the brain has a red thing around it and that's the only thing on the brain. And so they decide to delete it because maybe that's what's going wrong. 
once they delete it, the entire brain lights up and the little AI robot is suddenly a cloned version of the pop star. Oh. They put her entire personality into it and it is her. Oh. And it had had a limiter on how much could be used, 4% of her brain. So she couldn't do anything. Now that she can do things, she gets the girls to essentially go on a mission to save the real Ashley. <laughs> so cool. it's kind of, it, huh. it, it's got a slightly hopeful ending to it. And mm. uh, it does have a good turn. Um, it's an interesting little episode. It, it, I found that this season, they're a little more on the drama side and they drag a little bit more than other mm -hmm. episodes and other seasons. But it was still good. And the, the third one, which was my favorite, and it's the only one that Kylan watched. Um, so he's only seen two episodes of Black Mirror. Out of all this, this, is, this was the second one he saw. It's called Striking Vipers. One of the cool things about this is that um, it has Anthony Mackie and the dude who played Black Manta. So it's a Marvel-DC crossover, really, is what it is. Nice. <laughs> so they are best buds from college who play video games together a lot. And uh, Anthony Mackie's character is now married and stuff. And he's celebrating a birthday and his wife invited his buddy over. So his buddy gives him the latest copy of the video game they had played when they were um, in college and such. And it's... Um, the, the, the technology is new and it has this little... Uh, almost like a button that you put on your temple and it basically immerses you in the game. And you feel what's going on in the game. And it's a fighting game called Striking Vipers. That's where the title of the episode comes from. Mm -hmm. Um... And so they're, they get into this game and they start fighting each other and everything's going well. And then apparently you can do other things in this game. And so Anthony Mackie's character is like muscular Asian fighting dude. It looks like a Street Fighter game, really, is what it looks yeah, like, an old yeah. school Street Fighter. Um, but once they immerse themselves in it, it becomes real world with real people characters. So Anthony Mackie's is, is the Asian dude and his buddy is a female. And they get to the end of this fighting sequence and, and she ends up on top of him and they kiss. And then that was unexpected. Yeah. And, and let's just say things progress. And it's no longer a fighting game when they see each other every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's a different type of fighting. It's, it's a wrestling game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, but uh, because things are going on like this, they're obviously affecting their real lives. And Anthony Mackie realizes that he can't be doing this because for him it's cheating. Mm -hmm. The other dude who is single and just like ladies man kind of thing, he doesn't think it's cheating because it's just a game. But Anthony Mackie uh, eventually, uh, they eventually have to tell tell his wife um, because they get in a fight and end up arrested and all this kind of stuff in real yeah. life. Um, because they decide to see if, if perhaps they're gay and they love each other in real life. Um, and so things progress to a certain level. I'm not going to tell you exactly what happens, but let me just say, I was very happy with this ending. Yeah. It's very um, progressive and uh, good for people who aren't in, say, standard relationships. And so it was kind of, I thought it was a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, a surprise ending, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was, the whole episode was a bit of a surprise. Like, I hadn't read anything about them ahead of time, mm -hmm. and I just knew it was about video games, so I was, when I told Kyle, I'm like, hey, we should watch this episode. I was like, like, okay. oh, okay. <laughs> right. But as always, Black Mirror is good. I mean, they're, they're all good to watch. Like I said, there's a lot of Easter eggs in all of the episodes, even leading back to the very first episode of season one. There are Easter <laughs> eggs in this. Um, some of them are place names that were character names in other episodes. Some of them are actual notations about what happened in those episodes that are go across like the ticker tape on a screen or something. Mm -hmm. So it's not stuff that you miss if you haven't seen them. But, um, but yeah, so... 
I think is I, I always recommend Black Mirror to people who mm -hmm. like especially dark sci-fi mm -hmm. kind of real world kind of stuff and it makes you think about what technology mm -hmm. and stuff does in your in your everyday life these days mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it does keep popping up on my Netflix as a suggestion from the yeah. <laughs> well because like, uh, season five just started so uh, it'll yeah, that's probably why and plus you probably watch a lot of sci-fi stuff anyway and maybe. fantasy yeah. <laughs> maybe a little bit maybe a little bit so yeah yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the episodes I've seen, I've enjoyed, and I'm pretty sure I probably, I know I would enjoy the rest of it, I just, I don't know, I've watched, I don't know, I watch a lot of other stuff. It's just a time thing, it's like, yeah, you, it's don't, you don't necessarily thing. think about going back and watching it if it's right. like, oh, this new thing just came out to watch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, Michael J. White's got a new movie, okay, I'll watch that. <laughs> so, uh, That's kind of top of his list. Uh, <laughs> he's got a new movie like every other week. Yeah, he's a busy training man. videos, training videos, training videos. Kind of watching now. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's one of my virtual training partners, yes, sort of. You know. Nice. Hey, so, you know. Jesse just joined us. Yes. So we we're actually I I just asked her while you were talking <laughs> if we can get a report. Yes. So how report. is that Star well, Trek experience? Okay, so the story goes like this: <laughs> I was going to um, Colossal Con up at the Kalahari Water Park. And um, the people that I was sharing a room with, they're like, hey, how would you feel? How would you feel about not actually going to the con on Thursday? And I'm like, um, sure, why not? So they really wanted to go see the Star Trek exhibit up at the um, Henry Ford Museum in Michigan. And I, I was up for a road trip. I already drove to Kalahari, so why not? <laughs> it was totally worth it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I can't remember. I think it was like 20 bucks to get in or something yeah, like that. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Because um, didn't you say it went for like everything? Yes. Yeah, it went for all of Star Trek. The, um, the From the very beginning to the divergent timelines in the movies and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they even on the wall had all of the shows and movies in chronological order not when they came out but where they are on, in nice. their timeline nice. it was sweet. really interesting to see and I'm like oh for a couple of my shows I'm like that's why yeah. <laughs> they even had like the divergent timelines and all that stuff so it was a lot of fun to see and then you got to see um, Khan's original costume yeah. they have that um Stuff from the first Star Trek, like the tricorder and the doctor's tricorder. Tricorder. Yeah. Um, they even had a little display for um, um, Trouble with Tribbles. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, they have a model of um, the Enterprise uh -huh. that is almost as big as this picnic table. Wow! It was really cool to like uh, look at it. Which Enterprise was? It? I don't know. <laughs> Did it, it was an Enterprise. Did it have the rounds in the cells, the warp things? This might be the original one that's at the. That's usually no, no, it, they were. They it wasn't the original. Okay, okay. It was the rounded one, and um, then you, there's a little box where they have the part of Wrath of Khan where he yelled out Khan. Yeah, yeah. and you could get in there and they display it and you're supposed to yell con <laughs> and then it plays back with you, and it shows your face yelling con oh, oh, oh right wait yes. but it gets even better oh if you God. go further and it seems pretty like a small area but there's so much to see we spent like two hours just wandering around in that little area wow. yeah. you can go and it looks like um part of the um where they beam you down yeah the, the mm. transporter. transporter transporter room, room. Yeah. and um they have a monitor, and do you want to be a part of an episode of Star Trek? 
And so they give you directions to do and she will take your camera or your phone and record it on the monitor. So it looks like you're in the show. (laughs) It's really fun. There's like four things you can choose from. Um, Two have where you're using and shooting with the um, phasers. The phasers and then two with um, the tricorder, you know, scanning thing. Yeah. And there's... Acting involved a little bit. Oh, oh, there's sparks flying at you, so you got to put your arm up, or um, you're taking readings, and oh no, there's this gas billowing up from these alien plants, so you have to pretend like you're joking. Oh yeah! Oh Oh, my gosh! Okay, it was a lot of fun. And then there's it'd be sweet if they had a bridge set up. And they told you, okay, it'd be lean right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Like fall. I mean, they do on the outside of the display or of the little Star Trek area, they do have the captain's chair. You could sit in it and get your picture taken as though you're <laughs> a part of the crew of the original Star Trek. Yeah, we oh, definitely, right? yeah. definitely got to yeah. get a hold of them and get up there. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah. I, 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 I get to sit in the captain's chair? You do. <laughs> yes, you can. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I can sit in the big chair. Well, you yes. know what? As, as, far, as far as Star Trek goes, I am officially a commander. Nice. So, so, so yeah. Yeah, that's true. I am a commander. So. <laughs> that was well worth going. Yes. yes. Yeah. Did, did you get to any of the rest of the museum, or was it just like, do that and go? Well, we did go see the House of the Future from what they envisioned the future would be a, be like back in the 50s. Right. So that was pretty fun. How close was that? Uh, not, not at all. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you kind of went with that, yeah. Because it was like round yurt style. <laughs> of course. Made out of aluminum. <laughs> no, no, that, that's, that's not happening. I mean, their ideas were interesting, but, you know, of course it so, didn't So basically didn't take Star off. Trek was more accurate yes. in what came out of it than, than yes. something like what uh, things will be. Yep. And... <laughs> Oh yeah, in in the um, exhibit, the Star Trek exhibit, there's like little areas where you can go and take quizzes and stuff like that. <laughs> and some of them are like what your views on love are and how your answers matched up with other people. And then there's um, a whole section of just Star Trek quotes. Oh. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my. Cool. <laughs> 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 so it was worth it. It was, it was yes, it was definitely <laughs> worth going, even though it seemed small when you just if you were just going to look at the size of the room. But they have packed a lot of stuff in there. That's cool. Awesome. That's cool. Well, I think that um, since Charlie didn't show up, <laughs> I told you he's not coming until people are going to eat. I know he won't be here till closer to eleven. But thanks yeah. for bringing to, to bring that to us. We know. It's awesome. She told me yesterday she did she did this. So yeah, showed up just at the right time. I was hoping you would show up in time. So do we have anything else before we wrap this up today? I think we're good for now. Yeah, I think we're good for another odd mall show. Um, we will be back next week on a, with probably a regular show. I don't know, maybe something special. I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't we'll hear there's another odd mall show next weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. You have an odd mall show. Yeah. Next yeah. This is the oh, odd mall. I'm going to Origins next week's show. Oh, oh, yeah. what, what is it? I'm going to. Changing too. Origins into Odd Mall Columbus. Oh, sure. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's <laughs> hey, if you're, at, if you're at Origins, make sure to look up Andy. Yes. Yeah. I'll be and there, Jesse too. Jesse will be there, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What you smoking? Rob Turk will be there. I think Rob, yeah, Rob Turk will be there. Right. Candy, candy cigarette. So send it. Candy cigarette. Tweet us or, uh, or, you know, send us your pictures or something if you end up at Origins. We'd love to see it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, for that... 
Um, like she said, if you go to Origins, let us know. Send us um, all your pictures and what did you see. If you go to the Star Trek exhibit in, t- in Detroit, let us know you were there. Yeah. You can, you can send us any pictures. That's yeah. right. Any, because yeah. I'll look at them. I might not retweet them. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn wants pictures. I don't want to know what kind of pictures, but Dawn wants pictures. If you're nasty, you're in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll call your mother. <laughs> I just forward it to her mama. <laughs> your mama gonna know. Well, with I'll that, talk to her every Friday you can night. Get, you can send us all those pictures and quotes and get a hold of us at www.keekwatch1.com. Anywhere, everywhere, all social media, Geekwatch One. If you put Geekwatch One into a search bar and don't find us, let us know. Miss Dawn will take care of the problem. Oh, you better um, with the crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, email us geekwatchone at gmail.com. We are proud members of the Tangibound Network at tangiboundnetwork.com and Weeby Geeks at WeebyGeeksPC.com. And so, for Dawn and Kylan and uh, Vicky and everybody else here at Odd Mall, just remember no matter where you go, There you are. Really?